The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey, all seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Let's go bowling! It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. the random and insignificant bowl game ambassador. And with me, as always, is AJ. All bowl games are created equal because I'm a Michigan fan, Marchese. Uh, yeah, and I'm most excited for the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, Rob. Yeah, after your, your big uh, Michigan Citrus Bowl victory, you guys brag about that for a couple of years? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Diggs is out, Lewis is out, let's go. And Harbaugh said all Michigan players are playing. Yeah, they'll get caught if they don't play. Today, we're going to go through every bowl game and tell you who the top 2020 NFL draft prospect on every bowl team is. And then we'll preview and pick the upcoming slate of bowls. Lots of bowls. Let's hit this bowl. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Going out to Vegas, maybe. Looking for a young or a 2-0. Don't draft a running back on the first day. Don't draft a running back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third, or don't. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is ten times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team. Regardless, whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So, if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Between bowl season, NBA, and NHL, and NFL playoffs, it's time to get off the sideline and get in on the action. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid, MyBookie. Before we jump into uh, bowl by bowl, team by team, top prospects, where AJ can gush about people nobody has ever heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Couple, a couple house cleaning items, starting with the senior bowl tracker. We got two more acceptances um, with the entire roster coming out later today. Uh, so on the Wednesday show, we'll go through the final acceptances, which, I mean, the quarterbacks are the most interesting thing, with Anthony Gordon still being the only one to uh, officially accept. So 
lots of uh, lots of analysis on that later in the week. Anyway, uh, only two. Uh, starting with a junior who just graduated early, uh, Arizona State running back Eno Benjamin. Yeah, uh, guy we played for a long time. Going to the senior bowl is exciting. Clear top ten running back in this class who's definitely yeah. in the top five conversation. I wonder how much his like skill set's going to help him there. I think, again, especially with running backs, we talk about it all the time. In these settings, it's not the best place for them yeah. to like really help themselves or hurt themselves. Uh, it's true. really just about seeing them catch the football out of the backfield and uh, pass block. So I think, mm-hmm. especially because he's a smaller guy, he's like 5'9", 201, I believe. Um, seeing how he'll, he holds up as a pass protector, I think is going to be quite big. Uh, I also I think he's got pretty nice hands, so I, I don't think there'll be yeah, any questions too. there. Um, yeah. and, and I mean, seeing him in that setting, and let's say, especially because he's such a, uh, he, he's like an electric runner. Um, mm-hmm. So I think seeing like, if he is like clearly the best short area quickness runner in that group, I, yeah. I think that's another big thing. Like if he just stands out above the rest of the guys, but uh, adding him, Zach Moss and Keyshawn Vaughn gives you three potential top ten running backs in the class. So it's a good senior bowl <laughs> running back group, it, even though we kind of weren't totally sure entering the year about it. But obviously mm-hmm. adding a guy like Eno Benjamin, who's not a true senior, but adding him bolsters it like a massive amount. can totally imagine Benjamin just running like at 100% on a practice play where they're only supposed to be like 75%. And making a linebacker look silly, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and for him, it's his, uh, it's such a bonus because their offensive line was so bad at Arizona State this year. Yeah, there'd be games where I think we both had him for a couple times where I played the box score where mm-hmm. it, it would be like he played awesome. The numbers don't reflect it because they just gave him nothing. So seeing him even in practice situations behind a competent offensive line, I think could do a lot for him. Yeah, like, agreed. A definite. Day two back in my mind. I think he's like on the fringe, like third or fourth round for me. I I, I think just again, this is the place for him to really secure himself, though. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and then also joining him, uh, Ohio State uh, interior defensive lineman Devon Hamilton, uh, a guy who's kind of he. I, I don't want to say an unknown. He ended the year kind of under the radar, though, on a very highly publicized Ohio yeah. State defensive line. Um, yeah. And then was consistently the best interior defensive lineman for them all season. Uh, potential day three guy who I, I like his quickness. Uh, like as a three tech in a, a like a one gap system, I think that's where he's making his money. So seeing him in pass rush drills, that's gonna do a ton for him potentially. I, I, kind of, some people really like him though. Kind of a surprising addition when there's already so many guys at that position. <laughs> there. Hey. Jim Nagy just wants the best of the best. Doesn't care how many defensive tackles. The whole roster could be defensive tackles if that's Amen. what we're called for. Amen. Amen, Jim. But, yeah. Uh, and, again, we'll we'll uh, go through the final acceptance. Well, in quotation marks. The final acceptance is uh, uh, for the Wednesday show, which will include lots of quarterback talk. Here's the hoping we get Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, and Jordan Love. Fingers crossed. Uh, quickly, East-West Shrine game in NFLPA Bowl notables. Uh, start with the East-West Shrine game. Three notables this week. Navy quarterback Malcolm Perry. Boise State wide receiver John Hightower. Alabama DB Shaheem Carter. 
uh, I mean, highlight real game for Malcolm Perry this week, baby. I, I, it looks good. <laughs> I mean, why not have him there? Um, I, yeah. I not as a quarterback, but like I, if if he's gonna be there, they should move him around and see uh, what he can add. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and I'm sure he'll be open to that. Dynamic runner, obviously. Just you mentioned he just came out with a 300 yard rushing performance <laughs> in their massive win over Army. Um, he he like. Slot receiver, running back, moving around. I'm sure mm-hmm. some like he's going to be in a camp somewhere. Looks at maybe returning the ball too. Yeah, definitely. Camps. Yeah. Um, and then John Hightower, I think, kind of quietly one of the best deep threats in the class. It's a, yes. like, if it wasn't this great of a class, I think there'd be a good chance he'd be at the Senior Bowl. I I totally agree because he was always one of those guys that was not under the radar but talked about for a a group of five school. Um, and yeah, like you said, one of the best deep ball threats, and I uh, I think that's a good get for the East West. Yeah, game. like I think for him getting there and showing off improved route running ability, showing mm-hmm. he's more than just a, a nine route deep throw type guy would be huge for yeah. him. Uh, and then Shaheem Carter is one of my like kind of I, I would say one of my guys um, who he, he he's kind of played all over that Alabama secondary. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's a nickel in the NFL, a really aggressive clean tackler like. I think an early day three potentially guy. Like I think he's one of the better prospects at the East West Run game. Yeah, fair enough. I, again, we've talked about it. It's a pretty good roster this year. And they all are. All three games. I think it's just a yeah. really good draft class. I'll say mm-hmm. it. That's a bold prediction, Rob. I'm saying it. It's a good class, yeah. Uh, it's fun, too. I don't know. And the NFL PA Bowl added one of, uh, I, I think, our guys. Uh, yeah. Memphis wide receiver Antonio Gibson. Yeah, that's another fun kid. And then another guy that's going to be used all over, and that's going to be fun to see there. He's such a weird prospect yeah. just because, like, when you look at him, he just look, like he looks like just a, a height, weight, speed receiver. But then, because Mike Norvell's a genius, he plays yep. snaps in the backfield. He's playing all over. And, I mean, just yep. watch him against SMU this year where, you have, what was it, 386 total yards and scored a touchdown three different ways. Yeah. Um, he he's a Cordero Patterson type of mm-hmm. option Weapon. who yeah. I think can add a ton on special teams as well. So I'm actually kind of surprised he's at the PA Bowl, and not at at least these West Shrine game. But I really want to see him at the combine. Yeah, me too. I uh, like because I guess it, just because he kind of came out of nowhere and it was already a senior. Like it's I don't know if he had more time there, it would have been really interesting. I will say, as I did his game against SMU. Um, Demonte Coxie, their junior receiver, just kept flashing. Coxie, Coxie had a really good year, too. Yeah, and I don't think he'll come out just because it's such a crowded class, but he's definitely one of those dudes to like yeah. senior receivers to pay attention to next year, especially as he becomes the definite go-to weapon at Memphis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Coxie, I, I 100% agree. It's going to be interesting to watch. Um, and then we had a handful of declarations. Uh Two running backs, Mississippi State's Kylan Hill and Florida State's Cam Akers. Um, there's yeah. every draft just so full of running backs. Like <laughs> yeah. they're gonna be like these are two guys who are gonna be in some people's top tens uh, at the position and not in other people's. Um, I think Cam Akers is one of the most interesting guys just because he, as a freshman, just took took the like. ACC by Storm, yes, baby. thank you. You put that sentence together for me. Um, <laughs> and, and he's a not not the biggest guy, but he runs really hard. Awesome contact, yeah. bounce, burst, quickness. Uh, high Ma- sp- massive recruit, obviously. Yeah, former high school quarterback. Uh, played behind awful lines, battled some injuries. Um, like 
I think he is one of my favorite guys in the class at the position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Kylan Hill's a guy who I, I think I've seen some people say he's top five running back. Uh, yeah, some people have him there. And, uh, again, lots of people love Kylan Hill. Uh, I think you're lower on him than that, and as am I. But kind of a, both interesting guys. A slasher with some burst. Like, both both yeah. of them could instantly be productive in Contribute. NFL. Yeah, like, I'm not a yeah. top – like, I don't think Kylan Hill's, like, a RB1 in the NFL necessarily, but definitely mm-hmm. in the rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Miami receiver Jeff Thomas, who's a very interesting guy because um, – Obviously, last year, he was awesome to start the season for Miami, and they kind of faltered down the stretch. He left the team, was going to transfer to Illinois, then uh, came back to Miami, and his stats don't reflect how good I think he was at times this year because the quarterback play was so poor. But he is, like, I think he's one of the more electric pass catchers in the class. Uh, really small, so that's going to be a ding against him. Like, he's 5'10", 170. Yeah, 170, yeah. But really smooth, explosive athlete who makes some jaw-dropping catches for a smaller receiver. Um, like, for me, he, uh, he's a potential day two guy. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I think you're one of the most high on him, and but I think other people are too. Yeah, like, I, re- I really, really like him. I think he'd be an instant contributor in the slot. Again, in this class, it's 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 hard. It's gonna be hard for receivers. Yeah. I think he's gonna run really fast too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, joining them, Louisville offensive tackle uh, Makai Becton, uh, one of the biggest players in the class. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I believe he was a big time recruit. So there's been buzz around his yeah. name for a couple of years now. He's what is he six seven three fifty? Something insane like that. Yeah. Um, now I've seen some. Put him as a top 100 prospect. I need to do more do more tape on him before I can like definitively say how I feel. Uh, mm-hmm. But I would say, as of right now, I would say I'm much lower on him than some other folk. Um, it, it, you know what? It was like he was really hyped coming into the season, and like since last year's draft, like as being a potential first round guy. And he threw on the tape, and he didn't look like that. Yeah, he he again he stands up because he's so freaking big. Yeah. But my main takeaway was his feet are slow and heavy, and mm-hmm. he's just not technically sound. He really struggles in pass protection, but he's really strong at the point of attack with his hands. Um, like I, I thought he could be a better guard than tackle. Uh, again, I have to yeah. do more on him. Yeah. But uh, I, I was kind of uh, surprised that some people, um, like I've, I've seen him in the first round of mock drafts, like. And not even, like, Walter football mock drafts. Like, real people mock drafts. <laughs> Whoa, shots I mean, fired. But it's no, not I, the first I, time. Uh, <laughs> we've done that. Yeah, yeah I know. But no, uh, absolutely. And it kind of came out, like, late in the year, though. Yes, yes, for sure. Like like you said, there, weird. there's been hype around him for a while. So I feel like mm-hmm. there was hype around him in the summer. And then it kind of died off. And then more recently, it's kind of come back. Yeah. It's interesting. Can you, uh, I know I always say everything's interesting because it is interesting, but well, that's <laughs> why that's why be... you're part of this podcast. You find all of this so interesting. <laughs> I'm just I'm just along for the ride. I'm happy to be here. I respect your hustle. Uh, and then another uh, former big recruit, Texas A&M defensive tackle Justin Matabuke. Yeah, um, I think I liked him more than you did in the summer, and I still like him. Uh, a little surprised, I guess he came out, but. 
Uh, big time potential. Interesting guy. Yeah, and, interesting yeah. Man. <laughs> and he, he's also a guy who I've seen in uh, like top fifties. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Really athletic, well put together, uh, three tech type of interior defensive lineman. Um, again, need to do more on him. Him and Becton, I would probably, if I were to put together uh, a list of ten guys who have hype that I personally just need to do more on, they would both for sure be in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my main yeah. my main issue with him was he just didn't use his hands very well, uh, and you did improve with that and, and kind of put mm-hmm. together a plan as a pass rusher. It was a lot of when he win he win because of his size and athleticism. Athlete, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and again, just want to do more on him. Uh, and then finally. Utah corner Jalen Johnson, who's another guy who I know has has some first round love. Yeah, he does. And again, another late late lover is that a good term for for Machos at least? Yeah, I'd I'd say. Uh, well, I'm not going to use your term, but sure. Um, He's an easy lover. Long lean uh, man cover corner who I think he's mm-hmm. get uh, more refined with his press technique. But physically, he's got everything you're looking for in a corner in terms of uh, athleticism, length, uh, yeah. and he's got nice ball skills as well. Um, it's, it's a it's a very uh, kind of interesting interesting <laughs> corner class. Like just as a like I was just looking at my notes on him, and I'm just kind of scanning through the corner class, and it's yeah. Uh, I, 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 We've talked about it before. That like it's a good group, but it's kind of like after Jeff Okuda, you can go so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I think we we, we agree that Diggs I think going to be the next guy, and after that, uh, multiple uh, options. I think Fulton Wade. Uh, yeah, not really. After that, I think you can go almost anywhere. I know it's we haven't talked about it in a while, but seeing where Bryce Hall goes is going to be. Something to watch. Well, too. hopefully he's healthy for the combine because again, yeah. that for a guy like him, that it's gonna make or like if he's healthy and runs faster than expected, that like, kind of makes and breaks his draft stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have one. I okay, it's not official. It's not officially official that he's returning to school, but it seems to be semi-official and like actual uh, like publications have picked it up and kind of made it seem official even though it's not officially official that was kind of the vibe i got um devonta smith the alabama receiver yes okay uh <laughs> yeah you said it. it's not officially official but the, the ba- basically the the takeaway was i think it was from the bama beat writer um was like as of now he is returning to alabama for his senior season but things could change between now and the deadline. There's a lot of time until the deadline. It was kind of, mm-hmm. I think, how it read, basically. Mm-hmm. That's going to be uh, I mean, interesting. He, he's, <laughs> he obviously had did more for himself than almost any receiver. Yeah. Re- like, it, honestly. Uh, it, I don't know. Like, he's got... He, I, I would say the two receivers who almost did the most for themselves this year are him. Ayuk. Ham, Ayuk, and Justin Jefferson. Oh yeah, I think those are the three guys. Um, I, like if he comes out, like he, he's, he's a day two back guy. into the day two at the worst. Yeah, like he could be a back end for depending on how he tests and everything. Testing. But like he is an awesome route runner who showed off uh, insane ability after the catch at times this year. Um, clear, like he looks like he's going to test well just based on how yes. how uh, how much separation he cr- creates on tape. Um, 
he's he's also the consistently said of the four Alabama receivers, he had the best hands. Yeah, I mean. So I, I, I mean, it'd be shocking if he went back, especially if two was going pro. Yes. Um. But in it, it's it's especially shocking because it's not even like he was the clear third receiver. In the, like he led the team in receiving yards. Yeah. No, I know. So, like, what else does he have to prove? I guess just to, if he's not thinking he's going to be a first-round pick, he goes back. He's the top senior receiver next year. He ends up in the first round. And especially if you go back, like, I'm sure the stats would improve, but not tremendously. Uh, but not... And, and would they even just be if Mac Jones is the starting quarterback? And, and yeah, and Waddle's still there. So, like, it's not like he's the only option in that offense, right? Because no offense to Mac Jones, but uh, my, my, hey, good, what's he, my good... Fourth and Heisman on it, so... Yeah. My good friend Gary Danielson said they uh, run the offense like Greg McElroy is there when Mac Jones is in, which and is... That's a big compliment. Yes. Hey, Greg, Greg won a national championship, didn't he? Yeah, so, I think so. <laughs> hey, they run it like it's John Parker Wilson. That's an Alabama throw. Underrated. I think okay. he was Saban's first quarterback at Alabama. Yeah, I think he was. So, hey. Uh, but, yeah, that, I think that would be a very, like... It'd be shocking if Devonta Smith went back, but almost not, just because, like, in a lot of yeah. people's minds, he's the third Alabama receiver. I think – I don't want to make decisions for the young man, but I think it would make more sense for him to come out. Oh, no. I can't, couldn't agree more. He's yeah. – again, he's done, like, as much as he can, I think. Yes. And it's not like next year's receiver class is weak or anything. It's, it looks <laughs> yeah. awesome already with all these sophomores. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. On to the best prospect on every bowl team. Uh, a show AJ has been dying to do for months. Not really. <laughs> Let's do it. A show AJ doesn't want to do at all, and I'm forced upon AJ. So yeah, it was much more of an undertaking than I expected. Yeah, I just kind of said, "Hey AJ," a couple weeks ago. I said, "Hey, let's do this." AJ said, I was like, "Okay." AJ said, "Sure." And then like last week, I was like, "We're doing it next week." And then I sent the list of all the bowl games in schools to AJ, and AJ quickly realized what a mistake this was. Yeah, and then you flipped the days on me. You, you brought it up closer. I'm like, my God. Yeah, because, you know, we got to give the people what they want. It's like when you're doing a class presentation. They go alphabetical. So you think you're going to be in the next day, but you're like, you know what? We'll, we'll get, we got time for one more, and they sneak you in on that day. Or they reverse alphabetical you and don't tell you. I was always in the middle, so I was good. I'm, you too. I'm on yes, the back right? end, uh, in theory, but yeah, generally in the middle. When they did first names, I was fucked. See, I, I was lucky when they did first names. Not if they did reverse. Yeah, see? <laughs> Worst nightmare. Teachers are so fucking tricky. Anyway. Yeah, they really are. And then they catch you when you copy and paste everything off Wikipedia. <laughs> That's the worst. They're, they have so many tricks up their sleeves. They're impressive people. They are. Pay them more. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's start uh, just in uh, chronological order is how we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, with the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl... Uh, featuring Buffalo and Charlotte. Um, who's the best prospect on Buffalo, you ask? Well, for me, it's Ladarius Mack. <laughs> Retweet. Khalil Mack's brother. That's a good... How about, how about Evan Kazarichek, the left tackle? Right? Yeah, he's not yeah. he's not bad. But when I... But, like, Ladarius Mack's the best pass rusher on the team. Uh, yep. He's going to be a camp body because his brother's Khalil Mack. Um, That's true. Hey, because Zarechek's going to be a camp body, too. Well, hey, you're not wrong. 
But yeah, EDFA, yeah. three-year Bu- starter. Buffalo, uh, Buffalo went from having a lot of uh, guys last year to kind of none this year. There's a couple schools on this list like that, actually. Yeah. Just don't like that. It's schools who don't have any prospects up to AJ's level uh, playing bowl games. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, you have to be better than I am at football. Anyway, Charlotte does have a, a legitimate prospect to talk about. Um, Alex Highsmith, the red rusher. That's who I Correct. Again, yeah, Rob. Good work. Two for two. What if we have all the same people? Um, um, I, hey, hey. Cameron Clark, some credit? Hey, he'd be number two. But, uh, yeah, and then Benny LeMay, some credit? They got some no, players. Jim Nagy was doing it. It'd be Benny LeMay. It would, but no, Highsmith is definitely the guy. Yeah, he he could be the first Charlotte player ever drafted. Um, I think he will be. Right? I think he will be too. An athletic uh, edge rusher who uh, lacks some size, but I think he's going to test yeah. well and he put together some big games in the group of five this year. Yeah, uh, the Clemson tape was pretty good. Yeah, considering it it's was Clemson. Clemson. He looked like the best defensive player on that field. Yes. For them. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, 244, 6'3". That's, again, like you said, undersized. Uh, how, where do you grade him out, Rob? Uh, late day three. Okay, I got him like mid-day three. Uh, but there's people that are really high on Highsmith. Uh, well, I think rightfully so. Um, mm-hmm. I think testing is going to Just because he's not... He lacks so much size. Um, yeah. and Intriguing guy. Seeing definitely. how he just moves in space, like... I, 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 Almost in the linebacker drills and whatnot, yeah, uh, I think will be big for him. But like a three-four outside is, I think, his future in the NFL. Makes sense. Uh, okay, uh, unless you have good name, unless you have more to go on there. Uh, the <laughs> Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. What is the Tropical Smoothie Cafe? Oh, you haven't been? <laughs> I'm dying to. Rob. I'll take you. I've never even heard. Thank you. I've never heard of it. Uh, okay, <laughs> Utah State, Kent State. Utah State, obviously Jordan Love. Uh, as of, Thank God he's playing in this as game. As of so now, he here. is. Yeah, well, he said he is, I think. Uh, he also should because he's declared for the draft already um, and potentially senior bowl eligible, potential first-round pick. Obviously didn't have the year a lot of us thought he was going to after a dominant uh, Richard sophomore campaign. Mm-hmm. But dripping with physical tools, everyone knows the. Chris Ballard's in love with him, potentially the Colts' future at quarterback. So seeing him just pick apart Kent State, I think it's pretty important. It gives you, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Just go and destroy that Kent State defense. It, it gives you momentum heading into draft season. Like this is the last game people are going to see of you before probably the Senior Bowl, where the Senior Bowl is kind of the place where a guy like him could really put himself up there as a, a, a top four quarterback in the class. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's my fourth quarterback right now. Uh, me too. And, and there, to me, there's a drop-off after him as well. Um, and, and, yeah, just go out there, destroy Kent State, show off that arm talent, show off your ability to make plays on the move. Uh, and for Kent State, not a lot they're of really, options. No, they're a really undersized team, I noticed, too. Yes, they are. That's just mad. Uh, it's called grit. Yeah, so I, I chose their cornerback, Jamal Parker. Yeah, uh, again, undersized corner. Uh, 5'8", 175, yeah. But uh, f- kind of feisty. I Like, a potential nickel uh, in, yeah. in preseason. Yeah, yeah, three picks, nine, nine pass def- defense this year. Um, it's not bad. No, he's uh, interesting-ish. But, yeah. UDFA, yeah. Jordan Love's going to, should go out there and just destroy. Like, Utah State should cover easily. I think they're seven-point favorites. Uh, so. Yeah, speaking of it, like, it's a good matchup for their weapons because a lot of their guys are kind of small too. Like Gerald Bright's a small guy. Yeah. Wide receivers are pretty small. So going up against a smaller team, 
it's just all, all, all good news for Jordan Love. Go cook him. Agreed. Okay, on to the New Mexico Bowl, which I guess doesn't have a sponsor name. No, New Mexico is too prideful. <laughs> I respect it. Imagine, They're a proud state. Imagine being lucky enough to get bowl eligible and, hey, we're heading to New Mexico. <laughs> I love New Mexico. Oh, do you? The state of enchantment. I, is that, that true? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, maybe I should go there. The state of enchantment, says AJ. Uh, well, then Central Michigan and San Diego State might be enchanted when they go there to play the game. Um, kind of... Two two powers of the Power Five, I'll say. Uh, but weaker years for prospects for these two schools? It, it It's kind of crazy to look back and think Central Michigan had the number one pick in the draft this decade. That's, dude, it's like I erase it from my memory. Like, it's so, that, like, that, that class was so weird. Eric Fisher's career's been weird. It, yeah, everything about it's weird. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, you know who's not weird? Jonathan Ward. That's my pick. Fuck, me too. We're just going to keep uh, picking each he, other. He's a guy who I think, what, was it last like last summer? Not this past yeah, we were, summer. We were both like kind of in on him as a potential satellite back. Uh, yeah. And then he uh, didn't really do much. But then he came, he came back and had a bounce back year for them. Yeah, another 1,000-yard season from his sophomore year. Like, it's um, crazy. 15 TDs. Sorry, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Like, if you look at his numbers, as a sophomore, 1,000 yards rushing, 400-plus receiving. Then, yeah. as a junior, 200 rushing, 8 catches only. And then, this past That's year, weird. like you mentioned, another 1,000 yards, over 300 receiving. He's one of the most experienced pass-catching running backs in this class. Yeah, you're right. And, I mean, he does it pretty well. I, you have a late draft, draftable grade on him, don't you? Uh, yeah, late day three. Or, no, uh, I guess, sorry, high-end UDFA, I lied. Okay, I, I'm UDFA as well. But he's an interesting guy. Like, and like He's a guy who I could see making a roster because of his open field elusiveness and just natural ability as a pass catcher. And, like, he'll be fun to watch in this game. Yeah, in uh, San Diego State's usually a pretty solid uh, defensive team. Uh, under mm. Rocky Long and uh, my San Diego State, San Diego State, not like you said, kind of not the year uh, yeah. in terms of prospects at least. Who'd you go with? I'm actually kind of interested. I went with their corner, Luke Barku. Oh, I almost forgot about Barku's an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, I, so with him, he he's long and he's like lean as hell. He's wiry. Uh, yeah, six, I think six one one seventy five. Um, yeah. kind of. Need, needs to put on size, uh, weight, obviously, and, and uh, just play more physical because you you love the length, but he's not that mm-hmm. great in press or anything. He's kind of at his best as an off zone corner, uh, and he has good ball skills. He high yeah, points the I ball. Think he, I think he had eight interceptions this past year too. Eight, eight or nine. Yeah, I talked to him like four weeks ago. I think maybe. Mm-hmm. Almost forgot about him. I I am going with the guard Deshaun Dixon. Not a draftable grade, but he's a big man, six five three twenty. Uh, is a better run blocker than his pass blocker. Um, it's a little lungy, a little off balance. They always I, have uh, guys like that. Yeah, yeah. just like run, like, run offensive linemen who just dominate in the run game. Yeah, with that's like he he looks obviously large on the field too. With that size probably get himself into a camp or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, on to the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. Which AJ gave the AJ stamp of approval for, so that means it's one of AJ's top five games. Uh, of I wish the they could cure my mortgage, Rob. Wow. Am I right? Yeah, topical. Uh, it's between Liberty and Georgia Southern. Uh, I mean, can't, stamp this one. Maybe the best of the like kind of like non traditional group of five teams, like prospect wise for both these schools. Like, 
Liberty, I, I'm assuming we have the same guys. So Liberty, uh, <laughs> wide receiver Antonio Gandy-Golden, Georgia Southern. Imagine if we didn't. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Uh, Georgia Southern, uh, cornerback, Kendall Vilder. Yeah, easy choices. And this one was exciting because we get to see them play each other. Yeah, Gandy-Golden, obviously one of the best um, kind of jump ball, 50-50 ball receivers in the class. Uh, 6'4", 220, awesome hands. Um the questions around him will be ability to separate and run routes. And then with mm-hmm. Vilder, it, it's an interesting matchup, especially because Vilder's a smaller guy. Danny Golden's yeah. like a power forward out there. Uh, and, and Vilder's looks like he's going to be at his best as a nickel in the NFL. Yep. Um, pretty aggressive, feisty, uh, undersized corner, but I think he's at his best in zone. If Vilder goes out and like has a really strong game against Danny Golden, it could help himself a lot. I almost feel like Vilder has more NFL draft type in NFL circles than Gandy Golden does in NFL circles. You think he's, Gandy Golden's a little bit of a draft Twitter Yes, I, that's kind of the vibe I've gotten. Like, I, I personally have Gandy Golden higher than Builder on my big board. But uh, I, I... I think they're actually really close for me, which is even more interesting. So. Um, both potential, like, high day three picks, I think. Yeah, I... Possibly sneaking in the late day two, but, uh, but yeah, fourth round is... is Definitely possible for both of them. But yeah, that's like a money matchup for a kind of a bowl game. Hey, not that bowl games don't matter, but for a bowl game that doesn't matter. Where is that? I don't even know where that game is. It's uh, in Cure. The city of Cure. Oh, beautiful Cure, Montana. I would kill for a bowl game in Montana. Hey, you know where's a great place for a bowl game, Rob? Boca Raton. Boca Raton. The Cherry Bunny Boca Raton Bowl. Interesting matchup. SMU and FAU. Yeah. Who do you got for the, the Stangs, Rob? I mean... This, I think, is another an easy, easy one. one for both. Uh, SMU, yeah. James Prochet at receiver, and FAU, Our boy. tight end Harrison Bryant. Easy choices. I mean, we could talk a little Xavier Jones, because what a year he had, but no, Prochet was the, was the choice. Yeah, Pro- Prochet, uh, not even necessarily a draft Twitter darling, just a seven runs in heaven darling. <laughs> for years. <laughs> uh, awesome route runner, yeah. who I think questions about overall athleticism, but like... To me, gritty as fuck. Yeah, every time I watch him, he just—he's such a technically sound slot type, and yeah. I think he's just gonna like not necessarily be a big time contributor, but uh, like he's going to make an NFL roster, uh, day three type of guy. Um, I mean, hey, I was super high on Trey Quinn. I'll, I'll be super high on uh, James Prochet as well. What a, what a wide receiver core that was. Though. Yeah, those three. Uh, Cortland Sutton. Sutton being the other one. Yeah. I loved all. Well, I sorry, I can't claim Trey Quinn at all, but I love Prochet and uh, Sutton. So well, I'd say Prochet is more your guy, uh, Quinn more my guy, and then Sutton is everyone's guy. Everyone's guy now, at least. Uh, and then obviously Harrison Bryant won the Mackey as the best <laughs> first non-power five player ever. Heck yeah, Lane Kiffin knows how to coach up tight ends. Watch out, Ole Miss or SEC. Like led the country in. Catches for tight end, yards for tight end, tied for touchdowns. Yeah, he's interesting because they use him almost like how Mark Andrews was used at Oklahoma, where he's this big yeah. slot type who played a little bit of H back as well. Really yeah. good hands, moves really well, uh, does a lot of damage after the catch. Um, again, it's the SMU defense, so it's not like this is some big test for him. But having that momentum, having a big game heading into uh, the the Senior Bowl because he'll be there. Yeah, um, I think could do wonders for him in a pretty wide open tight end class where he could potentially yes. end up. Like as high as tight end three, because I I really only think Bryson Hopkins and Hunter Bryant have solidified themselves as the top two, and then after that it's wide open. I uh, like I he could go pretty high, man. 
He could if he tests really well, looks really good at the senior bowl. Senior bowl. Um, I my like really he's, the big worry is just he's very thin. Like he's almost like a big wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Was he? I think they got him listed what two forty. Yeah, six even. five two forty. But he he like looks like he could put so much more on. He does, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, on to AJ's favorite car manufacturer, Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl, uh, <laughs> where we have number nineteen Boise State taking on Washington. I skipped a bowl. Let's hop back. Camille, the Camille. <laughs> can you say this? Camellia Bowl. I was like, wait, Camellia is a car company? <laughs> Imagine. FIU Arkansas State. Sorry, I just jumped again because I saw a potential like, high it's a draft pick. Yeah. Um, FIU quarterback James Morgan for me. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Arkansas State uh, receiver Omar Bayless. I, I mean, I had to sneak our boy Kirk, Kirk Merritt in there too. Over Omar Bayless? You're just no. I got them both. I put them together, Rob, because they were duo. Oh, that's sick. Okay, just quick on James Morgan. Um, he's going to be at the East West Shrine Game, a Bowling Green transfer. He's more hype than most Group of Five quarterbacks, I'd say. Yeah, more uh, hype than substance, I'll say. Rob. Pr- pretty no offense, James. <laughs> pretty decent arm. Um, moves pretty well as well. Uh, uh, definitely a guy who you'll see in preseason. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like that you put Kirk Merrick with Omar Bayless because I'm kind of like not high on Omar Bayless, but like I think Omar Bayless is a potential draft pick where I don't think Kirk Merritt is. Uh, Kirk Merrick, based on his blocking, his grittiness, sneaks into the end of the seventh no, round. I like no, Kirk Merrick's no stuff. But no, Bayless is a – yeah, he could be a seventh round guy too. Bayless, really smooth, uh, tracks the ball really well, natural hands. Questions uh, I think will be about speed, speed and, and yeah, yak, definitely. but he, he – he he's a pretty clean route runner, and I also found he he does a really good job finding the open holes in zone. Yeah, throwing the Georgia game, it's fairly impressive. Yeah, and, and hey, throwing the Georgia Southern game, he's going up against a Kendall Wilder, yeah, and, um, Brinson, and that's a pretty good corner duo. I, the, the the funny thing is, where did he come from? Like, not much production the last couple of years, and there. then like just became the receiver one this year and went off. Yeah, especially like Merritt had a thousand last year and like a good year this just, year. You love Merritt. Kurt Merritt is like he's not good, but I like him. He's great. He's a CFL. He's gonna be a CFL stud. Honestly, I swear to God, he he, that was our, both of our main takeaway when we watched him. Because we both liked him. Uh, okay, finally onto the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. AJ's uh, mm-hmm. favorite car manufacturer. Favorite car manufacturer. Yeah, absolutely. Number nineteen, Boise State against Washington. Uh, Washington's gonna be having left tackle Trey Adams and tight end Hunter Bryant sit out. Who? Yeah. Uh, I think you could argue either one of them as the Washington top prospect. Agreed. Um, for Boise State, I think it's pretty clearly Curtis Weaver. Yes. <laughs> I, I think after that, you'd be t- going to Hightower, the guy we talked about at the top. But yep. Cur- Curtis Weaver's a guy who could potentially be in the first round. Yeah, I, I, I think he's a day two guy. I do too. I don't think he has the overall athleticism and, yeah. and uh, like natural bend to be... Like I just don't think he has the juice to be a first round edge rusher, but he uses uh, his I, hands yeah. so well. Agreed. Like I think a lot of those other guys that maybe people think are below him are going to go and test well, and they're going to hop Weaver. But yeah, like I want to also yeah. Go I, I was just going to say I think a lot of people have like Weaver and Julian Aquara kind of in the same zone, yeah. and I think Aquara is just going to test way better. Test. Yeah, and go over him. I, I agree. But Weaver's a really good football player. Yes. And like you said, use his hands. The hands are heavy. You use them really well. The t- I want Kurt Sweet to run my football team. Rob. I good. feel like he's a guy that the Ravens take in the second round, and then he's just awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good one. Uh, um, so Washington was a little interesting. It d- definitely, because, again, for me, it would have been Bryant or Adams. It yep. would have been Adams, then Bryant, but hey. Um, and I mean, even Eason probably staying. 
So yeah, we haven't really heard much on that for a while. Eh? I know. I'm I'm surprised we haven't. I think he'll be staying though. I think so too. That's I. I mean, I feel like you would have heard something if he was coming out. Anyway, so I, I assumed he was staying, and I put Nick Harris to center for Washington. Here. I would have put Nick Harris if Eason was still coming out anyway, because I love Nick Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, one of the a really good center class in a perfect uh, zone scheme center moves consistently yeah. to the second level. Um, gets on linebackers, sick in combo block situations. Uh, I I agree with you again. I want to see him when he's dealing with big time power. Yes. That's, it can be a little concerning, but uh, you know what he does really well? He uses his feet to kind of mitigate mm-hmm. being like smaller than a it's, guy, which I like a senior lot. Senior Bowl is going to be so big for seeing him against some of these, like seeing yeah. him against like a Derek Brown. Like that's exactly yeah. where we want to see him. Exactly. That's that's going to be awesome. It kind of sucks that Trey Adams isn't playing because I think Weaver versus Adams would have been a really cool matchup. For sure. I know. I know. Okay. Uh, to the R plus L Carriers New Orleans Bowl we go. Uh, where number 20 Appalachian State is taking on UAB. Appalachian State, senior bowl linebacker Keem Davis-Gaither is my pick. Uh, mine too. I mean, I, I was shocked you didn't choose Darrington Evans, though. Right? Well, you, Your boy. This, okay, they're both my boys. Uh, okay. <laughs> what, how high are you on uh, ADG? Uh, um, like... Fourth-ish, fourth, fifth round. I I think that's reasonable. I think I'm like the fifth. I've, the size is a little. Yeah. So the the worry is like because he's he's going to play linebacker. Yeah. Um, but how, how consistently can he make an impact at that size? Six one two fifteen. Really explosive. Yeah. I think he's gonna blow it away at the combine. Uh, struggle with consistent tackling in college. Uh, and again that size. With that is kind of scary, but plays yeah. really aggressively. So it was like that's not the problem. It's not like he's a timid linebacker. He's super athletic yeah. uh, and, and physical. Just needs to get stronger, get better, getting off blocks. I just like the potential with him a lot. No, I, I mean that's very fair. Um, like you said, his motor is just endless. He's he's involved in almost every play. Coverage is good. What you'd expect for his size. Uh, I agree. Senior Bowl's gonna be fun to watch. He's him. my uh, Dre Greenlaw of this class because you know how much I love Dre Greenlaw. So I'm gonna say Terrell Hanks. Oh, rest, rest in peace. His, no, I still believe. I hope so. Uh, and they're kind of similar. So <laughs> UAB not not a great, maybe one of the worst no. for prospects. I have a, I have maybe yes. a dark horse type of pick, but okay, hit no, me. I want to hear yours first. Is it? I just I, I kept it simple. I want Spencer Brown, yeah. who just had a bad bad season. This I just year. Don't, he's just not very athletic. I don't think no, like he's not. neither of us liked him over the summer very much. But no, he's a true junior now. I think he had a thousand the last two years, only five hundred yards and under four yards per carry this year. That's a bad year. But he's a bigger guy, five eleven, two twenty. Not powerful though. He runs upright. I'm not a fan of his. <laughs> he just again, threw him down because you had to. They're slim pickings, yeah. So <laughs> I want to hear the dark horse. I went with UAB quarterback Tyler Johnson the third. Oh, okay. So, All right. just he's okay. He's a redshirt. So, he's just coming off his redshirt sophomore year. There's not a chance in hell he's declaring. So, no. this doesn't matter, but it does. I, I he's he's questionable for the bowl game with a, a knee injury. So, I really hope he plays because he's actually very interesting. Um, his stats aren't going to blow you away. Uh, it's like just over three thousand yards and twenty six touchdown passes in the last two years combined. Um, but he he's got an interesting arm. I think he's got really quick feet. Uh, he's kind of tw- he's you know how some quarterbacks are just twitchy. Yeah, he's yeah. got some twitch to just 
his arm and his like ability as a a pocket mover, I should say. I just think mm-hmm. he's a guy who's gonna have some talk about him maybe uh, in a year or two. So I thought I'd throw so him you- down because I thought it's a little more interesting. It is a lot more interesting than Spencer Brown. So no fans. Fuck those. But yeah, I, I think like I think if you like sat down, you'd you'd kind of see what I'm saying with Tyler Johnson. All right, I, I will sit down. I usually stand up. When you watch Bulls, you like to stand, yeah. Oh yeah. Or is that ju- is that uh, just for the R plus L carriers New Orleans Bull? It you know it's a short list of Bulls, but our next one's always always on my feet for that one. The Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bull. One of my favorite names. Uh, I think maybe my favorite name. UCF against Marshall. Two of the better group of five programs. Well, I mean, arguably the best group of five program. And then one mm-hmm. of the more like quietly consistent group of five programs in Marshall. Yeah. Not a lot of prospects, though. Uh, no. But, hey, Gabe Davis uh, for UCF. Yeah, yeah easily. He uh, obviously a junior who declared like last week. Um, height, weight, speed type of guy. Uh I think the combine's kind of where he's going to have to solidify himself, but a definite mm-hmm. day three type of dude. At worst, absolutely. Um, I think it's like he'll be able to do a bit in the NFL, even if he doesn't test the greatest. You know I, I think he like he kind of reminds me of Traquan Smith, which is funny because obviously Traquan no, Smith yeah. went there. Davis feels a little like I don't know thicker than Traquan. I just I don't know. I think they're both like very raw uh, in yeah. terms of uh, as route runners. With, like, yeah. kind of inconsistent hands, but could make that wow catch uh, in mm-hmm. big play types of guys. I was a big fan of Traquan Smith. I want to see him bounce back next year. Um, and then for Marshall, it's, like you said, Slim Pickens. Who'd you go with? I went with the center, Levi Brown. Yeah, he, he's definitely a UDFA type of uh, center. Yeah, undersized. Like, kind of got some, like, he's 6'3", 280. Um, not like I'm a huge fan. I, I don't have a draftable on him or anything. But, uh, okay, Slim Pickens, who do you have? I have uh, linebacker um, Tavante Beckett, who's not a uh, senior, so he'll be back at Marshall. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just kind of – a guy who I could see maybe making something of himself as a special teamer, undersized, like I think he's like 5'10", 210. <laughs> Uh, Fuck. but high energy makes almost every tackle on the field for them. And I just, I think there's, it's more interesting, like just in terms of UDFA guys um, from smaller yeah. schools, like a guy like that over an offensive lineman. I mean, it's more fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. The SoFi Hawaii bowl where we have Hawaii taking on BYU. Uh, I went with Cedric bird for Hawaii. I went with Cole McDonald because I had to, but uh, Cedric Bird I think is legit the better player. Uh, well, Cole McDonald's definitely the more interesting one. I think Cedric yeah. Cedric Bird similar to John Arsua last year with Hawaii. It's gonna be a late uh, day, late day three, day guy. three guy. I think yeah, he's gonna both of them test a little better than uh, Arsua did, but isn't so the too. same refined route runner. But uh, just kind of a big play slot. Yeah, I agree. And like Cole McDonald, just always fun to watch when he's on the field. I have no idea what. What's going to happen with him? Play to play. I mean, I don't know. A bit of a down here for McDonald, but like again, it's the arm. The arm is sweet, but the release is insane. The mechanics are still bad, but I think he'd be the most fun player to watch on the field. Oh, def- definitely. Scheme, so. uh, for BYU, I went with Matt Bushman. As did I. Just that it feels like a state uh, if he declares because I keep forgetting he's only a Richard Junior. Yeah, um, I don't know if he will, but I think he should because of the class. Yeah, he he's just kind of one of the safer day three type of tight ends. I think. 
Yeah. Uh, needs to improve as a blocker, but really solid hands, uh, really strong catch radius, makes plays through traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, could he fall in the steps of Dennis Pitta? Maybe. Whoa. Yeah, I said it. You said it. On to the walk-ons Independence Bowl. <laughs> what is walk-ons? Um, I, I believe it's a, it's a bar chain in the South. It's a good name for a bar. Yeah, it's cool. I looked it up a couple years ago. We should go. Next. Who was it last? Like this was like this. This was the Southern Miss Florida State game two years two ago. Years ago, yeah. It's always like such a weird matchup. That was because yeah, Florida State. Florida State won. Didn't they win five games but still got to go to a bowl? Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, anyway, this year we got Louisiana Tech against Miami. Uh, Miami's got Another three uh, prospects sitting out: uh, wide receiver Jeff Thomas, edge rushers Trevon Hill, and Jonathan Garvin. Yeah, so uh, slim pickings for Miami. Who would you go well, with? It could have been cool if Jeff Thomas was playing because I, we yeah. both know who we have for Louisiana Tech um, with Amik Robertson, the corner. Yeah, yes. I, I assume you have him. Yeah, I, I wasn't. You weren't there going to throw. You weren't saying anything. Ball, I was like, oh no, does he just not? Uh, oh yeah, oh like, yeah. Amik Robertson's the easy choice. That maybe. would have been such a fun matchup, him versus Jeff Thomas. Yeah, who'd you go with for Miami? Uh, I because Amik Robertson at nickel, I think is a fun nickel matchup. I uh, tri- tri- John Bandy. Yeah, no, that's a... Uh, Bandy's a little interesting. I don't think he's going to declare, but he is, like, to me, their most consistent player in their secondary. I think mm-hmm. it, if he did declare a potential day three guy, I think he goes back, kind of solidifies himself as a draft pick next year. But I really mm-hmm. like his ball skills. Um, he's feisty, lacks size. I have a Robert Alford comp on him, if you were wondering. Wow, I, I was one. Yeah, so that's who I went with for Miami. Who'd you go with? I went with Quarterman. I didn't go with Bandy because I wasn't sure if he was coming out or anything. I think I like him better. It, I wish the other guys were playing this game because it would be so much more interesting. Yes. I, I don't like Shaq Quarterman, but here we are, Rob. Yeah, I like how like half your picture. Like, I don't like this guy, but he's my pick. But it's because it's it's teams that like have so many guys sitting out. Here we something. go again. That's my impression. Of you. <sighs> uh, okay, but with Amik Robertson, he's – I mean mm-hmm. – I, th- I think we both really, really liked him. One of the our favorite group of five guys over the summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Louisiana Tech's best player. But he's also a true junior, so he might not yeah. come out. Uh, I know, but, but who else are we going to pick? I-, I think he could like low-key be a, a late-day-two guy if he did. I agree. Early, like I, I think fourth round's like legit. The round. perfect nickel. Uh, yep. Really, really aggressive, high instincts. Um I, I, I think he's at his best in, in man. I think he tests really yeah. well. Like he's his shorter area of quickness. I think that's part of what makes him such a strong, feisty coming forward. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. I, I like Robertson a yeah, lot. He's, I hope he has a really big game. A lot of fun. Uh, okay, the quick lane bowl between Pittsburgh and Eastern Michigan. Is quick lane like a, a car thing or is it like bowling? I assume it was a car thing. I think so too, but wouldn't it be cooler if it was like a bowling alley I hate company? Bowling. Me too. Bowling fucking it's sucks. Really hard. <laughs> it's also not that hard. I think it's you really just throw hard. The ball. I suck at bowling, so I shouldn't be saying it's not that hard. So, I, you know, but you know what it is? I just hate it so much, so I don't try to do that's, it. Yeah, no, that's fair. I don't like. There's many more fun like that style of. Is it a parlor game? Would you call it a parlor game? I wouldn't, but I like the use of that term, so I'm going to. Okay, so I think there's like much more fun that type of style of games out there, and it's kind of expensive. Yeah, it's not worth it. 
And and like because although alleys now are like the high. Anyways, why we, why the fuck are we talking about? Because this? it's the quick lane bowl. Uh, for Pitt, I have Dane Jackson, the corner who will, as do yeah, I. He'll be at the Senior Bowl. I think um, Twyman's a really interesting option too. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. don't think he comes out. He's a redshirt sophomore. I think he's a guy who mm-hmm. he's going to have a lot of hype next year. That's kind of the vibe I've got with him. Yeah, he had he had some really eye catching games this year. Yeah, just so many sacks for an interior guy. Uh, yeah. Plus wearing number ninety seven at Pitt. Um, and then uh, with Dane Jackson, though, senior bowl guy, who mm-hmm. I like his length a lot. I think I think he's got the potential to be uh, like an early day three guy. Um, I thought he improved his attack a lot this year as well. Uh, yeah. And um, I, this again, the senior bowl is a great place to kind of really put it together for himself. But uh, like he's currently a top one hundred fifty guy on my board. Yeah, fair enough. I, I think I got him in like. The fourth or fifth, uh, and then Eastern Michigan. I went with another cornerback in uh, Kevin McGill. You know who I had to choose, Rob. Mike Glass, but it doesn't make sense because he's not actually. Don't care. Mike Glass is our boy, and I will fucking stand by him for uh, Kevin uh, McGill. Six two one ninety, impressive length, really uh, strong press yeah. corner, <laughs> man, press man corner. I think could really sneak up the board. Would love to see him at the Senior Bowl, and they don't have all their corners filled out, like not even close yet. So I think he could be. Yeah. Potentially there. Um, yeah, so pay attention to him. Okay, Military Bull presented by North Rock Grumman is our next bull, North Carolina Temple. Yeah, this is a weird matchup. Super weird, good name for the bull. Temple yeah, Tough, uh, Military Temple. Bull. <laughs> military Bull's a weird... I don't know if they should let that sponsor. I, I don't, don't know. know Anyways, listen. So. It's a... Weapon manufacturer, oh, I believe. That's spooky. Yeah, a little, a little too spooky for me. Um. Anyways, <laughs> who do you got here? Uh, for North Carolina, I got my one of my uh, my guys. Boys, North Carolina, right, yeah, North Carolina running back Michael Carter, who probably won't declare, but I think he's one of the most underrated running backs in the country. Big burst, really elusive, uh, catches the ball really well in the backfield. North Carolina kind of went with a, a trio of running backs this past year, so he didn't have the mm-hmm. breakout year I was hoping for. But if he goes back, I, I would love to see an expanded role for him. Um, I just think he's a lot of juice, and he would test really well. And I think he's a, definitely a running back who's going to make a roster in the NFL. Yeah, I, I also picked Michael Carter. There's a couple guys to go with for UNC, though. I just don't like Strobridge that much. Yeah, he's he, like people got him like fourth round. I know. He played out of position for them this year. Like He played inside, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, no, well, he should actually be an edge. But, like, I just didn't, like, he he didn't seem all that explosive as an edge playing on the inside or anything. Uh, yeah. I just, I didn't think he, he made that many plays for them. Yeah. I, I, I mean, now he's going to go to the senior bowl and dominate and, like, be a day two pick because I'm an idiot. But uh, For Temple, uh, I went with their center, Matt Hennessy, who I think. Me too. The yeah. most underrated center uh, prospect in the class. A, a class. He, I remember you, you were so high on him. I, I'm, I'm not, but he's the pick here. Uh, like, I think he's a potential starting center in the NFL. I remember you saying that. I, I don't, he's a, he's I don't a redshirt junior. Um, yeah. So who knows if he comes out? But I just think he's a really uh, aggressive. Like I know he lacks size, but I think in a power scheme, that's where he's going to make his money. Really aggressive, physical player through the whistle. Awesome in the run game. Needs to improve a lot as a pass protector. I don't think he would test mm-hmm. that well either. But just like a lunch pail center. Yeah. No, I I agree. I just you're I not to the level that I do. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. The new era pinstripe bowl. Let's just keep playing football games in baseball stadiums. I kind of like it, Rob. But they're lie. doing another one now. Now they're going to do one at Fenway. Fenway. Next year. 
it's cool too. Oh, okay. It looks weird, and it you, usually you smells just, or you something. Just, so. You think it's cool because eventually it's going to expand to the Rogers Center. <laughs> Dude, if the International Bowl ever comes back, I will lose my fucking mind. I think you will too. So yeah, I mean, it's the greatest bowl game in the history of bowls. Uh, it's it'll be the Blue Jays. <laughs> Michigan State Wake Forest. Um, I went. I went with both both edges here. Uh, I did too. Kenny Willickies and Carlos Basham. Mm-hmm. My question is: If Sage Surratt was healthy, would you have him over Basham? I would. Me Ralph. too. I, it's it's interesting because Basham and Surratt, I think they're not like consistently in uh, draft analysts like top a hundred or top ten at the position, but yeah. you'll see them there every so often. So I, I think they're just kind of both polarizing type of guys. Some some people have like Basham like top fifty. I'm not I'm not there on him, but I get he he'd be on that list of guys when I said earlier that I need to do more on. Mm-hmm. He's one of them. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, I I feel the same. Uh, a guy who can play inside and outside uses his hands well. Wins with uh, leverage, power, and motor. Um, I don't think he's got like the most diverse pass rush plan or is the best athlete. But he's kind of like um, your boy uh, L. J. Collier. <laughs> like that, that. Like I'm not. I'm not trying to like trash him by saying that because obviously. Yeah, Collier was a first round pick. Yeah, exactly. But, like, that's the kind of the inside-out uh, – yeah. his build's a little strange. Yeah, no, that uh, fair enough. Like, they're kind of similar body shape and a little lengthy. Mm-hmm. And then Willikies, I think – The best player in the country. Yeah. No. Uh, I love Killikies. He uses his hands really well, wins with leverage. Uh, it, it's almost it's similar but different. Um, needs a test well, I think, to kind of, like, get himself locked into that day, too. I uh, yeah I agree. I really like him. I think I'm higher on him than a lot of people. I'm I'm really high on Willikies, but I agree the, the testing's gonna be huge. Like for I, him to see like if he's like a early third or late second guy or you know fourth. Or yeah, third yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's just it's like a fun bowl game in a fun place because you love the uh, Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I love the Yankees. Okay, Academy Sports Plus Outdoors Texas Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't don't you wish you could go to an academy of sports, Rob? Only if it Sounds was outdoors in Texas. If, well, of course, that's no other way to learn. Uh, sitting out will be uh, Texas A&M defensive tackle Justin Matabuke. Uh, yeah. And obviously, Tylen Wallace is injured for Oklahoma State. I, it kind of takes away the the number one for both the teams for me. Yeah. So, I, I, would, I mean, Chuba Hubbard would uh, be the yeah. next guy, I think, for Oklahoma State. He He's interesting. There was a report that he wasn't going to come out. And then yeah. he like kind of quote tweeted and was like fake news, um, yeah. so that that's interesting. But uh, apparently the NFL doesn't like him as much as some people do. Um, big playback. Yeah, I like I think he would go day three if he came out. And but I but I like him. Like I think he's like Marlon Mack type. I that's a that's an interesting comp. Um, I like you. Also, I also agree he's going to go day three if he comes out. Um, not a lot of picks for Oklahoma State either. So no, I think AJ Green was my next one. The corner, uh, agreed. Texas and M uh, again. Who do you? I'm with? with Courtney Davis. Who? Me too. Okay, he yeah. he's someone who I like. Kind of really like. I like he, watching him. Like the, the flashes are there. I I think I like him more than Rogers. Me too. And I think it's interesting because um, both of them obviously the flashes are bright, but it's not consistent. Yeah. I think Courtney yeah. Davis goes back to school. And I think he's going to do a lot for himself next year. Um, I think so. Yeah, he just seems so much more refined than Kendrick Rogers. That was kind of my main takeaway. No, I, I agree, and yeah, I like him more. Yeah, he's he's an interesting guy. Uh, okay, San Diego State County Credit Union 
Holiday Bowl. <laughs> Why is this name so long? Just call it the Holiday Bowl. Fuck. Because the sponsor isn't the Holiday Inn, but it should be. <laughs> Imagine the Holiday Inn Holiday Bowl. I, I would love that. Number 22, USC against number 16, Iowa. Uh, stamp of approval. Of I think stamp of approval here because, I, for me at least, the prospects I picked are matchup. Uh, USC left tackle Austin Jackson, Iowa edge rusher AJ Panisa. Also what I chose, that, Rob. Good that's work, That's a buddy. fun battle. It is a fun battle. Because, I mean, again, uh, would Austin Jackson be one of those guys that overhyped maybe and you want to do more work on, Rob? Or yeah, I, I put him in there. Um, I, I've done more work on him than those other guys, though. The other guys? Yeah. I, I, I think, like, I think we, we talked about this off the air, which I'm, I know it's shocking, but we actually are friends and we do that sometimes. So, so <laughs> um, we kind of agreed that he should go back, but... I think he's going to go with day, if he comes out. He's a day two guy for me. But we say that, and that's in our mind where he's like consistently mocked in the first round. Now, in the first round, he's got the tools yeah. and everything that I think he the NFL are, he could like go his in the feet first are round. so smooth, yeah. and he's clearly yeah. a really nice athlete. Um, I think what he does struggle in is pass protection. Uh, yeah. He plays too high. He struggles with power at times. He needs to work uh, on using his hands and length more consistently. So seeing him it's against a game AJ Epinesa, yeah. who I think is yeah. as like NFL ready as they come, mm-hmm. yeah. um, is going to be massive for him if he can hold his own against Epinesa, who's as good as anybody with their hand, as with his hands as a pass rusher. Like that's massive. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, this is a huge, huge matchup. It's also interesting. Epinesa and Tristan Wirf said they're playing, and there's been rumors that they're both going to return. So I wonder. I just wonder. Yeah. Good eye there. Okay. AJ's actual favorite bowl game, the Cheese It Bowl, <laughs> but AJ also knows that it won't live up to last year's. So. Yeah, this feels like a blow. I don't know. Sorry, Cheese It Bowl fans. Uh, Air Force, Washington State, triple option versus Air Raid. Okay, so Washington State. I chose Anthony Gordon. Correct. I feel like that was an easy choice. And I really want to see more Anthony Gordon. So this is a good one. Yeah. Air Force, what the fuck do you choose? <laughs> oh, you don't know. I thought it was you choose? Jeremy Fidgetellum. Clayton's brother, baby. I chose him too. He's actually their best prospect, though. Yeah, and, uh, senior and, safety, also like his brother. And uh, Bloodlines. And yeah, Clayton Fidgetellum. He Really physical. Um, I think he could make a roster on specials, like his brother. Like his brother. Remember when Clayton was like making plays for like two weeks? He was sick. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, Anthony Gordon going up against Jamie Fedulum. That's awesome. Yeah, a lot with these quarterbacks, even in these small bowl games, just having the, that momentum going into the draft season. If like Gordon can come yeah. out and throw for five hundred yards and six touchdowns, probably will. and just obliterate probably. Air Force, that does a lot heading into the Senior Bowl. Such a weird matchup, and actually really. Fun. Yeah, no, I'm really. Yeah, I'm glad it's the Cheez It Bowl. The Cheese Bowl should just like dedicate itself to making really weird college football games. Agreed. Okay. Unfortunately, we're getting into like high end bowl games now. So. Oh, fuck. Don't worry. Don't worry. After a couple of them, we get back to low bowl, low quality. Uh, Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, number 17, Memphis against number 10, Penn State. Um, um, for Memphis, I, I chose the aforementioned Antonio Gibson. Yeah, cor- correct. I did too. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I think you can argue Coxie, but it's between the two of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Just I, I, again, I, I think Coxie's probably going to end up going. And there. I, I think like kind of when know. you have a tie like that in your mind, you not give the nod to the guy you know is going to be in the class. Yeah, agreed. Um, so yeah, talk about him. Already. Gibson seeing him 
play all over against a Penn State defense that has NFL yeah. talent. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And then for Agreed. for Penn State, I went with user uh, Grossmatos. I also agreed. Easy choice. Um, but yeah, Gibson against that defense is going to be a lot of fun. And to for watch. Grossman Toss, just take over against a group of five team. Get he yourself momentum yeah. heading into draft season. You've already declared for yep. the for the draft. Um, kind of surprised he's actually playing in the bowl. I, I was surprised too. I'm glad he is though. I want to see. Yeah, him just because he he he's a guy whose flashes are, are bright, but he's inconsistent. So seeing him, and he's been, he played a lot better down the stretch. He so did, yeah. seeing that uh, in a big game is important. Uh, the Camping World Bowl, number 15, Notre Dame against Iowa State. Uh, Notre Dame, I went with Julian Aquara. Me too. Guy who I think is going to end up going on day two. Um, mm-hmm. But in the like the right system, like I think he's kind of that tweener of he's, – he's just, he needs to put on size. I'm lower on him than I think most. Right? He's really athletic, uh, needs yeah. to improve his hands. But he, I love his motor. But to to me, like he's getting a lot of hyper. To in my mind, I know this is a guy I'm in love with, so not everybody is. But like Darrell Taylor is the same style of player, but much much more refined <clears throat> uh, and better and stronger. How do you feel about uh, Kareem? Uh, I think he's gonna be like a late day three guy who's like just a little nice rotational player. Like he's strong against the run, but I don't think he's a great athlete or anything. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Iowa State kind of a tough one to choose. If only Brock Purdy was eligible, you know what I'm Retweet. saying. Retweet. Uh, I want uh, Greg Eisworth. Okay. I I know he probably won't declare. He's a redshirt junior, but yeah. I think he like he is their their defense is one of the better defenses in the Big Twelve. He's very important to it. They play they play a lot of three safety, and he's kind of that chess piece for them on defense. A really mm-hmm. consistent tackler, aggressive football player. Um, who who can play like deep safety? Come play in the box, play a little nickel. I think he's a guy who's next year's draft is going to have a little bit of uh, draft hype heading into. All right, the guy, I got to dig in more on it. You sound like you like. Him I do. Lot. Like I think to me at minimum he's going to be a high end special teams guy. And I chose a guy who I don't like very much. Iowa State. So. The the defensive tackle Ray Lima, baby. Yeah. No so, thanks. No, no thanks either. Big run stuffer, but yeah, no what thanks. What I need to teach you is when a school lacks uh, a clear guy, just pick a guy who you think can be special, special teams. teams. That's, that's good. I wish you was like an offensive lineman or like a, a run plug. I always have an eye, eye for special teamers. You do? i got to give you credit for that. Okay, we can skip the next two games. Right? Semifinals, baby. The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Uh, number four, Oklahoma against number one, LSU. I mean, both... I think for all four playoff teams, all very, in my mind at least, very clear who the top prospect is. Yeah, but you could talk about fucking 30 guys. In oh, yeah, game. I know. But we won't. <laughs> um, yeah, so Oklahoma, C.D. Lamb. Correct. LSU, Joe Burrow. Correct. I think the really, really interesting thing about C.D. Lamb is I think he does have a chance um, to be the first receiver off the board. And I think three months ago, people would have, mm-hmm. some people at least, would have scoffed at that. But Remember early in the season when people were kind of low on Lamb because he wasn't having those monster games? Yeah, because I, I know he didn't have that many catches, but it was like every he time he touched the ball, it was like he, he could t- take it to the house. Yeah, absolutely. And then people finally woke up, baby. Yeah, I think he's got a shot of taking Judy, overtaking Judy. Yeah, um, and, and seeing him against an LSU defense that has Christian Fulton, Derek Stingley, and Grant Talbot mm-hmm. in the secondary, that's like the yeah. perfect time for C.D. Lamb to kind of – because th- for Oklahoma to compete in this game, it's going to be 
CD Lamb having a monstrous game. Yeah, and I mean, hell of a hell of a um, big game for Jalen Hurts too. Oh, most definitely. Obviously, obviously. I mean, that's that's a hell of a test. Um, and I mean, no one's overtaking Joe Burrow. He's going to be the first overall pick. Heisman winner, biggest Heisman victory of all time, I believe. Yep, sorry, Troy Smith. Uh, yeah, I still can't. Troy Smith, the like the <laughs> least obvious Heisman winner of the two thousands, but somehow was the uh, biggest win in Heisman history. So, I'm kind of upset that Joe Burrow overtook him because that would have been a great tribute question in a couple more years. No one would ever get that. That's what I'm saying. I, I think that <laughs> would most perfect. people would assume it was Cam Newton. Yeah, is 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 Cam second or third? I can't remember. I don't know. Or, anyways, it's Archie Griffin's uh, second one. That he probably should not have won. I'll say it. Uh, Joe Burrow against this Oklahoma defense. I think it's just going to be more Joe Burrow. Yeah. Uh, the LSU O-line is really underrated, so I think they're going to give, like, mm-hmm. Neville Gallimore is obviously, the, and Kenneth Murray, if he's healthy. I think he's going to be. Um, are the guys to yeah, watch on the OU defense. Uh, but ultimately, like, Joe Burrow should have as good a game as he's had against, like, the Texases of the world and whatnot. Gallimore against uh, Damian Lewis. It's a lot of yeah, there, baby. Da- That's a fun match. Damian Lewis is going to be a late riser. Yeah, the dream catcher. Uh, and then the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Uh, number three, Clemson against number two, Ohio State. I think, again, pretty obvious who the guys <laughs> are. Maybe not so much for Clemson. Um, I think it. I, I think it's obviously it's Isaiah, Simmons. Isaiah Simmons. I, I agreed, but I guess you, you'd hesitate more than... Choosing Chase Young easily, I guess. I, don't know. I just think there's some people who are like extremely high on T Higgins. This is it's gonna be a really. I think like that might be more of a fun thing for NFL draft stock wise. Seeing Higgins against his secondary. Yeah, Jeff Okuda, Sean Wade, Damon Arnett. Yeah, that's fun. But also Isaiah Simmons is their best player. Yeah. So. Seeing seeing Isaiah Simmons against J.K. Dobbins uh, mm-hmm. or like spying Justin Fields. Or like blitzing against Wyatt Davis, like this is this this, this is like the best college football semifinal, uh, I think. Yeah, like not even just in terms of like this might be the best two three of all time because yeah. of either of these teams you could argue to be one. Uh, yes, but also just they're dripping with prospects. There's so many prospects yeah. on both teams. Yeah. So this like, is the most talented. Playoff, like not even just this year prospects, but like including the sophomores and freshmen too. This is the most talented playoff I've ever seen. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, and again, with with Clemson Hussey, it's a lot of like head to head matchups too, which is awesome. Yeah, Chase Young should unleash. Really excited to see how Trevor Lawrence handles that. I can't wait. I mean, we're going to talk about those games a lot, so let's just let's yeah. give the bowl games like the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl their their needed attention. Doesn't need any attention. The Westerns. Western Kentucky against Western Michigan. I think that's cool. <laughs> Thank you for your That's analysis. all I got to say. That's all I got to say. I think they should do this every year. They should have Centrals against Centrals, Easterns against Eastern, and Westerns against Westerns. Uh, I, I, would Anyways, like that. I would like that a lot. Uh, not much uh, for Western Kentucky. Who'd you pick? D'Angelo Malone. Respect. Their edge rusher, junior. Not going to declare, but I think... If anyone's going to get attention as a prospect on this roster, it's him. I went with the old uh, AJ pick and just picked the guard, Miles Pate, who's not very good. I thought you would pick Lucky Jackson. But M- Malone put up monster numbers this year. He had over 20 TFLs and 11 sacks. Yeah. And he, he's kind of a tweener. He's like 6'4", 
230-ish. That's what weird. weird uh, twitchy. I think a little bit interesting for next year. Uh, I assume we both have Levante Bellamy for Western Michigan. We do. The big right. play running back. I mean, if I were to power rank bowl games, this one might be my last. <laughs> least. Uh, okay, Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. You love John Wassing, so I don't want to be talking Sorry. about uh, Okay, sitting out our Mississippi State corner Cam Dantzler and Louisville offensive tackle Makai Becton. Yeah. Who I think are the top two prospects for both schools. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Uh, I went with, uh, for Mississippi State, center Daryl Williams. Again. I I also did. I think that was an easy yeah, one. Yeah. Underrated guy who I'm surprised not at the senior bowl. Again, the center class is really, really good. I think he's a potential yes. starter. Uh, who did you choose for Louisville? Des Fitzpatrick. Okay. Me too. <laughs> I, I, I like I, I like him as a, a UDFA, like high priority UDFA. Oh, okay. Uh he's also a junior, so I don't know if he'll declare, but like I think he's a pretty good route runner, decent athlete, decent hands. I think he should go back, but um he's to me the most interesting guy uh, after Beckton. I wish Beckton was playing this game. Like not saying he should be, I'm just Yeah, no, I do too, just because again we want to see more of him. And Dantzler, it definitely makes sense that he's not playing. Okay, next up we have the Red Box Bowl, Cal versus Illinois. Uh, pretty obviously, I think it's Ashton Davis for Cal. Yeah, I agree. Also, quickly, I didn't even know Red Box was still around. And when, uh, you don't remember the game last year, Michigan State, Oregon? No, I don't know, but the actual company Red Box. I don't know what it is. Isn't it like the, the, the video rental? Anyways, let's not talk about Ashton Davis is the clear pick for Cal. Yeah, one of the best safeties in the class, potential late first round guy. Mm-hmm. Illinois, a little more interesting. I went with... Oluwale uh, Betaku Jr., the uh, USC transfer, who kind of had a big year for Illinois. Respect. Don't yeah. think he's going to declare, but uh, yeah. an interesting edge rusher. I, I chose Reggie Corbin. He kind of had a down year. I think he, he might not. He did. Drafted. He did. I don't know either. He, he was like, I had a late draftable on him, but yeah. Uh, the Capital One Orange Bowl, number nine, Florida against number 23, or 24, Virginia. Uh, CJ Henderson's going to sit out for Florida. Yeah. Um, I went with Jabari Zaniga for Florida. I, I went with the I went with John Grenard. I think it's one or the other. Yeah, I, I, they're actually really close for me, so I agree. I think it's, it's inter- watching them both is fun. It's interesting because they're similar uh, edge rushers in terms of I don't think either is a great athlete. Both can play inside, outside. Both are really strong against the run at the point of attack. Yeah. Um, I think are both both are going to be like pretty immediate impact guys in the NFL. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think Zaniga is a little more flashy, and Grenard's a little more stable. Yeah, Grenard's like I would put him in my lunch pail. Yeah, exactly. Team, my all exactly. lunch pail team I'm working on. Uh, and then Virginia without Bryce Hall because of the injury. I'm with Charles Snowden. Fair enough. Um, I picked Joe Reed. Is he playing? Yeah, I forgot to check. Yeah. Okay, good. I picked Joe, Joe Reed. Joe Reed doesn't have the ability to sit out a bowl game. <laughs> he should, Rob. Everyone should. Anyways, um. Snowden's the more interesting one to watch. Like, I think Joe Reed's a late day three guy. I, I love Joe Reed, but I think with Snowden, think Snowden, I don't think Snowden comes out. But I think with him, that's yeah. You okay. you are there's just so much what you could potentially make him into. Mm-hmm. So much uh, I do. I like. I like Snowden a lot. I just agreed. I don't think he's going to come out. He's like the most interesting guy to watch for Virginia. On this, in this okay, game. the Belk Bowl, Virginia Tech, Kentucky. Uh, who do you have? Who? I, I, I wasn't even sure. I, I chose Stenberg for Kentucky. Me too. I think it was him or Limboden. I think Stenberg obviously yeah. isn't the flashy pick, but uh, I think a potential early day three guy who could potentially plug and play. I really like him. 
He's a kind of a nasty uh, run blocking guard. Kentucky's been producing a lot of like they have, big physical yeah. guards lately. Yeah, uh, who just shoots for Vlatte? Uh, Reggie, Reggie Floyd. Yeah, uh, he was he was my choice. He, he's too. really interesting, um, just because of how he's built and the role he plays. He kind of plays what mm-hmm. Terrell Edmonds played there, where he's playing almost a linebacker overhang safety like tr- like weird position, but really instinctual physical tackler. Uh, First round pick for the Steelers this year. Probably get another box safety on that defense. Really put it together. Uh, The Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, Florida State against Arizona State. Probably the top four prospects aren't playing. Uh, Brennan Ayuk, Eno Benjamin, Cam Akers are all sitting out, and then Marvin Wilson's injured. Injured. Yeah. So this kind of sucks. I chose uh, Hampson as Earl Dean for Florida State. Another guy, I just want to see him more. He's really cool. He's a, f- a really he fun cool. player. He's like the yeah. poor man's Isaiah Simmons in the draft, but like poor man in terms of he probably a day two guy. Uh, yeah. If he declares 6'3", 215. Uh, more of an actual safety than Agreed. Yeah. Isaiah Simmons, Simmons, who's more of an actual linebacker, but they both kind of play all Agreed. over. Uh, really aggressive physical tackler. I swear he forces a fumble every time I watch him. Uh Arizona State lots of tackles yes. too. Sorry. Arizona Who would you choose for the Sun Devils? What? Who would you choose for the Sun Devils, Rob? Uh it's it's a very kind of I I, I thought it was between two corners, Kobe Williams and Chase Lucas. Yeah, I actually chose Chase. I Lucas, did too. But I I think there's more to build around there. Uh he's bigger than Kobe Williams. Um mm-hmm. I don't think he declares no. But they, they kind of they have a handful of guys in that secondary, a little bit interesting. Yeah, it was uh, Lucas was a fair sized pro, uh, prospect too, if I remember. Yeah, I believe so. like recruit. Yeah, yeah, recruit. I don't know why I said prospect. Recruit. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. I, I, I wish like I'm not going to blame either of them, but it would have been fun to see how Yuck and um, you know Benjamin playing. AutoZone Liberty Bowl number twenty three Navy against Kansas <laughs> State. I went Jackson Pittman for Navy, who's maybe the biggest lineman I've ever seen play at a service academy. <laughs> Yo, he was so much fun in that Army-Navy game. Yeah, he, he's been there, a three-year starter at nose tackle for them. Um, he's 6'3", 300. He was like an actual recruit. Um, and, and I do think he's going to be in a training camp. Yeah, I chose Pittman too, and I mean Malcolm Perry's in the conversation. Yeah, I just think that Perry's a harder one to project yeah. versus mm-hmm. you, you kind of like you could see Jackson Pittman sticking around on a roster. Yeah, and like Pittman against this KC offensive line is actually legit interesting. Yeah, like Holtorf and then my pick, Scott France. I also chose Scott France. Uh, yeah. Who I think did potential day three selection, mid-day three. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of what you'd expect of the Kansas State offensive lineman. Uh, run blocking is where he excels. Yeah. Needs to clean up his footwork. I, I think he's a guard in the NFL. Um, yeah, cause I, you know, I, I agree I agree with you. I, I, don't, I don't know if he's. I don't tackle. think he's a great athlete, and I think he struggles in pass yeah. protection. But he he's physical in the run game, and he plays through the whistle like an sob. So, mm-hmm. I, like I think he'll be in the league for a decent amount of time. Yeah. Um. Him. Him and Holtorf. I kind of same feeling about him. Mm-hmm. Just. Yeah, just like right. they're gonna be. Holtorf might not get picked, but I think uh, Holtorf's got that BJ Finney pro comp, so it's fine. <laughs> Uh, the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl, Wyoming against Georgia State. Uh, I went with Logan Wilson for Wyoming, who's going to be at yeah, the Senior Bowl. Who's yeah. um, more of an old school throwback linebacker? I think a uh, potential like late day three guy who's really good tackler, but doesn't doesn't have the athleticism to uh, be a 
a starting linebacker. Kind of cool that he's at the senior yeah. bowl. No, I'm interested to see him in coverage because, I mean, that's going to make or break his stock. Uh, and then Georgia State, I'm with Trow Burnett. Not a bit, like, not a great group of guys to choose from, no offense. Uh, but yeah. an explosive running back who is kind of uh, a little jitterbug back there. I went to the old age of formula and just chose under Atkinson, who not very fond of. Why, why do you keep picking people you don't like? Pick someone you like. I don't, because I don't like any of them. Well, Barnett, but yeah, Barnett's Burn- way more interesting than some offensive lineman you don't like. That's fair enough. Well, isn't he? Or do you secretly like all these offensive linemen? Shut up. Don't tell anyone. Okay, the Valero Alamo Bowl, number 11 Utah against unranked Texas. Why does like, Utah get shafted to the point they're playing an unranked team? Yeah, that does kind of Like, suck. they were almost um, in the playoff, but no, hey, you lost to a top 10 school, so now you're playing a nobody. Like, I know it's yeah. Texas, but it's still a nobody. I, you know, I, I don't know why I didn't think of this yet. Like, I don't know. It's weird, right? Yeah, it does suck. Like... Like, they could have easily been in the Citrus Bowl instead of Michigan. Yeah. I mean, I guess Minnesota gets Outback because they, uh... uh yeah, why? Or, or over Minnesota. I don't know. Anyways. It's weird. <laughs> I just think it's a weird, like, it's like the one thing. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, who'd you pick? <laughs> uh, I went with Zach Moss for Utah and Brandon Jones for Texas. Me, me too, Rob. Um, I'm glad they're both playing. Yeah, Utah has Jalen Johnson sitting out, uh... Mm-hmm. Uh, both these guys could super not play, and it would be fine, though. They're both seniors. They're yeah, both going to be at the Senior Bowl. They're both uh, probably day two picks. Yeah, I'm, surpri- like, I'm surprised Zach Moss is playing, but I respect him. I'm not more. surprised just because like that's kind of the vibe he The way off. he is. Same with Brandon uh, Jones, yeah, ex- exactly. to be honest. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, I think that's a fun matchup between the two. Brandon Jones, one of the best tackling DBs in the country. Zach Moss, one of the hardest runners in the country. Fun matchup. Mm-hmm. Okay, Outback Bowl, number 18, Minnesota, against number 12, Auburn. Uh, I'm with Tyler Johnson for Minnesota, and then, obviously, Derek Brown for Auburn. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I'm Also, awesome that Derek Brown's playing. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch him. And T- Tyler, jo- Tyler Johnson. This is a big chance for him. Exactly, exactly. Put it on a show against Javaris Davis and a top SEC defense. Get some hype going into draft season. Uh, and then Derek mm-hmm. Brown, yeah, he's obvious. He's top 10 prospect in the class. Minnesota has linebacker Kamal Martin sitting out. Uh, yep. Okay. The Verbo Citrus Bowl, number 14 Michigan number against number 13 Alabama. Alabama without corner Trevon Diggs and edge rusher Terrell Lewis. Um, I chose Cesar Ruiz, uh, the center for Michigan, and then Jerry Judy. Interesting. I, I chose Josh Uchi. Um who I think like could help himself a lot in this game. That's a, a rough matchup for him though, so that's that's gonna be really interesting to watch. And Jerry Judy, how like, high are you on Uchi? Not very high. Oh, like Cesar Ruiz is a day two guy, I think. I I'm okay. I like him, but I'm not in love with him. Damn, you're low on him. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I seeing him against like Raekwon Davis, I think's gonna be big mm-hmm. for his stock if he declares. Um, again, really strong center class. I have a lot of centers on my as my picks. And then, yeah, Judy against, like, Levert Hill in that Michigan secondary. Big chance for, I mean, he's going to be most people's wide receiver one or two, so it's not like he needs a massive game to keep the hype going. But, yeah, uh, I'm surprised he's playing. Yeah, kind of. I he doesn't mean, need to. Especially, no, he doesn't. Uh, okay, the Rose Bowl game presented by Northwestern Mutual. Number six, Oregon. I guess number eight, Wisconsin. I went with Justin Herbert for Oregon. Tyler Biedish. Say it. Biedish. For Wisconsin. Yeah, I chose the exact same too. Uh, Herbert 
I don't. I don't want to say he needs a big game, but I want to see a big game, and I think I've been saying this for two it's, years. It's so. it's like we said on Jordan Love, like we said on some uh, Anthony Gordon. Just get big bowl game. I mean, it's obviously his has way more people watching it, but uh, yeah. just heading into senior bowl season, draft season, a lot of momentum. Wisconsin's got a good defense, good not defense, like a super yeah. talented one, but a really technically sound one. So having a big yeah. game in a big moment, winning the Rose Bowl, heading into draft season would be massive. I agree. The issue is interesting because he's going to go up against like Jordan Scott, Scott and uh, yeah. kind of a hefty Oregon defensive line. And just seeing it's him handle measure. power is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. The All-State Sugar Bowl, number five, Georgia against number seven, Baylor. I went with Andrew Thomas for Georgia and Denzel Mims for Baylor. Agreed with you, Rob. Um, I do think Andrew Thomas versus uh, James Lynch, Lynch is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, for Lynch, sure. one of the most underrated prospects in the class. Andrew Thomas, a potential top five pick. And then Mims just against a good defense to show up. Yeah, sturdy secondary. Agreed. Uh, the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Every time I read it, I, try, I think I'm going to say Ticket Master. <laughs> uh, Boston College against number 21, Cincinnati. It's another uh, one where it I feels feel like, like Cincinnati should have played someone cooler. Yeah, agreed. Um, who'd you choose for BC? Uh, I chose Max Richardson, their linebacker, who tackling machine they they kind of play him in an overhang role uh and all over the linebacker group or linebacker core uh i think he's a guy he's not going to declare but i think he's a guy who's going to have uh be interesting for next year dylan's sitting out right yeah yeah sorry i didn't mention yeah that. yeah no no um i wasn't sure i forgot to check i had richardson second too i had dylan first but richardson second. yeah he's just again not going to declare they don't have a ton of guys yeah. no they don't i mean yeah. The, some offensive linemen, but uh, I think Richardson's the most interesting guy that's playing. No. Uh, and then for Cincinnati, I went with Michael Warren. I, I chose Ritter. I know he's not really um, going to come out or anything, but uh, I think he's more fun. Yeah. It's 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 yeah. a weird. I just think like since like Boston College barely bowl eligible, let Cincinnati play someone better, and it's yeah. the same thought I had no. about Utah Texas. There's a lot of good matchups, but yeah, there's there's these couple ones are just like why. I know it's like the majority of it's good, so I shouldn't complain. But it just yeah. it feels like a shaft to a, a school like Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I agree, I, but fuck it, go and kick PC. Fuck it, ass. you get to go to Birmingham. Congrats. <laughs> uh, the Taxler Gator Bowl, Indiana against Tennessee. Now this is what I get up for. <laughs> See, this is a good matchup because. Neither of them are really good. So. Perfect. Uh, Indiana's tough. Koi Kronk, my boy, is injured, so he's not playing. Uh, I went yeah, with regards to Simon Stepaniak. Me too. <laughs> Kronk against uh, Taylor would make Yeah, it. and then for Tennessee, I went with Darrell Taylor, one of my favorite players. Me, me too. He's Yannick Ngakwe, I'm telling you. Whoa. Whoa. I cool. love Darrell I like Taylor, Ngakwe. one of my faves. I keep saying how much I love him. Uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Ohio, Nevada. Famous. Uh, I went with Javon Hagen for Ohio and Tyson Williams uh, for Nevada because Jake Nelson's out injured. Yeah, I also <laughs> you know how to choose Nathan Work though. Baby. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I agreed on the other one. Yeah, T- Tyson Williams, uh, interesting, yeah. not senior, so he'll be back. But uh, interesting, yeah. feisty DB Hagen. I think a special team safety, and I, I love special teams. Yeah, hey, I agree. I liked him. Uh, um, sorry, another military game. Baby. Yeah, Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, Southern Miss against Tulane. Uh, I'm with Quez Watkins, the receiver for Southern Miss, and Patrick Johnson, the edge for Tulane. Yeah, me too. Um, that key is not bad either. Yeah. 
I th- I, don't I think Tulane's two, two, two got um, Mooney and uh, McCluskey as well. Mm-hmm. Like Tulane's yeah, not like lacking. I I just no. like Patrick Johnson a little bit. Uh, and then but him and Watkins are both juniors though, so they'll both probably go back to school. Watkins, mm-hmm. I think, gonna have uh, a lot of hype for the group of five receivers next year. It's a big play guy. Uh, and then finally, the Lending Tree Bowl, where I think I'm the proudest of my two picks here for ULL in Miami of Ohio. Uh, Robert Hunt. Robert Hunt. Your boy. My, yeah, one of my favorite players in the class, Senior Bowl guy. I think he's going to be a, end up locking himself in the day two at the Senior Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. Just big draft crush on him. And for Miami of Ohio, it's Samuel Sloman, the kicker. Fuck, yeah, I did the same thing. He's actually <laughs> the best Sloman. kicker. Shout out to front of the show, Matt McCoon, who got us in, into Sloman. Yeah, should should be at a bowl game. Like he, a, I think he's one of the best kickers in the class. Sloman, he, balls of steel, baby. Ice in his face. Okay, that was a lot of talking. We're going to do an ad, and we're going to rip through these bowl games really quick with very little analysis. Uh, Let's do it, baby. I need to make dinner. Uh, Me too. Remember the days when you were always ready to go, guys? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue and chew like whatever AJ always says. I don't know what he's saying. Blue che- like to masticate. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach like I will after dinner. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever opportunity arises. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fastest and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares, ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. And get your first shipment free. Use the special promo code armchair. Just pay five dollars. Uh, again, that's blue b l u e chew.com. Promo code armchair to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank you for sponsoring this podcast, which is called Seven Rounds. Can, can I break a little news? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Graham Harrell staying at USC. Three year deal. Good. That's the only reason to uh, retain uh, Clay Helton. Retweet. Uh, okay. College football, bowl week one. Yes. Uh, ten bowl games until our next episode, I assumed. Perfect. Uh, okay, 2 p.m. Friday, 2 p.m. ESPN, Makers Wanted, Bahamas Bowl. We already mentioned all these games, but Buffalo, Charlotte, <laughs> Buffalo seven-point favorites. I'm taking Buffalo. I'm, I'm taking Charlotte plus the points, baby. Okay. Alex Heisman goes up. Uh, seventh, fr- also Friday, 7.30, ESPN2, Tropical Smoothie Cafe, Frisco Bowl, Utah State, seven-point favorites against Kent State. I'm taking Utah State. Jordan Love, go out there and just destroy them. Yeah, 100% agree. Saturday, 2 p.m., ESPN, New Mexico Bowl, Central Michigan against San Diego State. I'm taking the Aztecs. I just think better suited mm-hmm. to just grind out this game. I, I agree with you. A little tough, but I agree. I'm taking it's the Aztecs. kind of an interesting one. Like not really, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just selling myself on these. Uh, 2:30 p.m. CBS uh, Sports Network FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl Liberty against Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern five point favorites. Uh, this one a little hard. Who are you going with? I, I agree. I'm going Liberty plus points. I put down Georgia Southern. I guess I'll stick with it. But that was my hardest pick. It's no, yeah, it was actually difficult. Let's see, Buckshot baby. 3:30 ABC Cherry Bunny Boca Raton Bowl SMU at FAU. Uh, SMU three and a half point favorites since it's in Boca Raton. It's at FAU. Uh, 
Um, I'm going with SMU. I'm going with SMU as well. A little, little tough. Uh, should be a fun game. The total is 70 and a half, so that's cool. I'm also taking the Mustangs. Uh, 530 ESPN. Cam- the Camel- Cam- this one I can't- Camellia. I can't say it. FIU at Arkansas State. Arkansas State, two and a half point favorites. I'm taking Arkansas State. Me too. State. I think their passing game is just pretty good. It's, it's actually, again, fun bowl. Uh, yeah, 730 uh-huh. ABC, Mitsubishi Motors, Las Vegas Bowl. Number 19, Boise State against Washington. Uh, Washington, three and a half point favorites. I'm taking Boise State. I thought about this one. I, I'm taking the Huskies, but uh, I think this is an interesting. Washington game. without Adams and Bryant. Uh, mm-hmm. Easton's not been consistent. I just Boise State, I just think they're the safer pick. I'm surprised they're not favored. You know what? I like that pick, too, because like Easton just felt like the only time he was really doing anything was going to Bryant. Yes. Uh, I'm going to stick with my Huskies. Though. 9 p.m. ESPN, R plus L, Carriers, New Orleans Bowl. Number 20, App State against UAB. I'm going with App State. I just think there's so much more talent. I know Drinkwitz is gone, but they're, mm-hmm. um, they named their O-line coach the new head coach. I just think they're, they're not like maybe next season they'll feel the effects of Drinkwitz early, but I think for this bowl game they're going to be up for they're it. And they just have more I, I 100% agree yeah, minus 17, I, I'm not worried about it. Uh, okay, Monday, 2.30, ESPN, Bad Boys, Morris, Gasparilla Bowl, Central Florida, 17.5 points against Marshall. I'm taking uh, the Golden Knights. Me too. And finally, Tuesday, uh, 8 p.m., ESPN, SoFi, Hawaii Christmas Bowl, Eve. Christmas Eve, BYU at Hawaii. I'm taking Hawaii plus two. I am too. I can never pick against Hawaii at home, baby. Yeah, and I feel like it's so dependent on which Cole McDonald we get, but... Ultimately, it just feels more fun to pick Hawaii. It's it's Christmas, Cole Rob. He won't he won't disappoint. Thanks, thanks for that analysis. Uh, thanks for listening to this podcast as well. Seven rounds in heaven. Uh, we will have you covered all draft season. And uh, for AJ Marchese, I'm Rob Paul. Goodbye.